you know, in my mind, so much of testosterone is just right. It's, it's related deeply to momentum, to yeah. movement, to penetration of the world and, and what we want to create. So crossing things off a list is just, it's movement. And once we start moving on one thing, it's almost always easier to do another thing. another episode uh fan favorite with jason lang welcome back to the podcast jason excited to be Let's back see if we can have you on the podcast a hundred times before we complete this podcast um i am here with jason today to talk about five ways to boost your testosterone levels and um i just want to emphasize that neither jason nor i are physicians but i did want to do this episode uh for a number of reasons including the fact that um some of the men that we work with are struggling with depression. Some are on medication for that. Any, if there's anyone out there, you're not alone. And I've been doing some research on this and, um, low testosterone can affect you emotionally. So I think we, we're going to talk a little bit about associations we have with testosterone, but I just wanted to briefly share that I really want to help men. And this is an easy win in terms of you can really, you can really change your life boosting your testosterone levels both emotionally and physically. So um, I just wanted to say that we, I looked at some research that linked um, depression with low testosterone. Um, and, you know, that can show up as like irritability, decreased sex yeah. drive, fatigue, just feeling tired all the time, all that stuff. So uh, it's pretty exciting what you can do when you do boost this. Absolutely. Um, and then I thought we would also just briefly touch on like what what are the good parts of it. Like what's the, what are the positives? Um, so just as a review from eighth grade science, <laughs> testosterone is a sex hormone and it regulates things like your sex drive, right? So your libido. So as you increase it, your libido goes up. Um, but it also does things like bone mass, fat distribution, muscle mass, and strength. So there's a lot of really good things. And I, in preparation for this episode, I did a bunch of research and, um, we're going to talk about one man's experience of doubling his testosterone in 90 days. Now, to be fair, this guy had just come off like a stressful month at work, and we're going to talk about how stress hormones can yeah. basically lower testosterone. So it wasn't like he was just starting from scratch, but um, a lot of us are starting from a stressful place, so there you go. Um, but there was also uh, something I read about a guy who was describing the experience that he had in a low testosterone state, a healthy testosterone state, and, a, and an elevated testosterone nice. state. Yeah, because I think we have this concept of like, well, I'm wondering like for you, Jason, like what is your association with elevated levels of testosterone? Um, I've never done any like blood testing to actually kind of know my testosterone levels. I definitely know it's something that as I age, I am more conscious of. Uh, I can feel it now in my late 30s in a way that was not present for me earlier, particularly the, when it when it uh, plummets. 
it, the, it your sex drive or the testosterone? Testosterone. Okay. When my testosterone plummets, my sex drive plummets, and I get very tired. Yes. I, I can feel when it happens during the day now. Ah, uh, interesting. Does, yeah, which that was never present before. Yeah, I was reading also that um, after age 30, a man's testosterone drops, drops roughly 1% per year. But I want to emphasize that it doesn't have to. Yeah. That's not an inevitability. That's if you don't really have your attention on it. So it does start to decline after 30, but it doesn't have to be that way. And there's a lot that you can do about it. So part of why we're here. Yeah. So, um, that quickly back to that guy though, the point was that he said in the healthy range of testosterone, he was energized. He was motivated. He had a sex drive, you know, all those good things. Low was what we talked about, like moody, mm-hmm. irritable, um, Lethargic. Lethargic, exactly. And then the spiky one, the like elevated, aggressive, stuff like that. So we're going for the healthy range. Right. But I I think I would generally say, given the research I've done, that most men nowadays, not all, most, are more dealing with lowered rates. Absolutely. Right. So so what we want to do is get them up. And I think if you get your testosterone levels up, you're probably going to be getting them into the healthy range Mm -hmm. rather than going too far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's pretty hard to get to those overt levels unless you're taking supplements, like doing some of the things that, uh, you know, we've seen cause that kind of aggression, you know, old bodybuilding and steroids and those kinds of things. Exactly. Which we don't want you guys doing. There's easier ways to get fit. Yes. And so, um, so we're going to jump right in. So we have five easy ways For you to boost your testosterone and they're natural. We're not going to go over any um, steroid supplements in this episode. I, you know, maybe there's a place for them elsewhere, but not here. Um, First one's pretty simple. It's, uh, has to do with your diet. So, um, this guy that doubled his testosterone, essentially, um, he, he did a lot for breakfast and lunch, but, and then he just kind of ate whatever, like his family was eating for dinner. Um, but really what you want to be eating is, um, natural foods in high, that are high in saturated fats. So coconut oil, butter, he talked about eggs a lot. Mm-hmm. Like what did Rocky like ate like raw like, eggs, raw yeah. eggs. Yeah. And he, it was funny cause it was like, there's a reason that that's a trope because it does actually help your testosterone levels. And, um, he was eating a lot of avocado, um, coconut oil, stuff like yeah. that. And I thought it was interesting. He was like, you know, you would think that lots and lots of eggs, because I think he ate eggs every single day, uh, would lead to elevated levels of cholesterol, but it did not. He had his tested before and after, and it didn't impact his cholesterol. So if you're eating healthy overall. Totally. Healthy fats. You know, I'm sure at some point someone will do an article about the many causes of low testosterone in men, but part of it is the great um, nutritional uh, lie of the eighties of low fat of, Hey, a low fat carby chip is better for you than coconut oil, a fatty piece of meat or butter, which they now, um, you know, this is very heated in the nutritional world right now, but there's some pretty strong cases being made for ingesting saturated fat does not actually increase your saturated fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the, the demonization of fats, um, 
uh, was done for various different reasons. But point being, you know, when you look at, with a lot of this stuff is kind of what makes sense. And, you know, I think a lot of the evolutionary dietary stuff does make sense in terms of like, how did we mostly eat for a long time? And particularly men, right? We'd go out on hunts. Yeah. You'd kill an animal. You'd eat all the fatty pieces of it. Yeah. The fatty liver. Yeah. Uh, all, all the organs inside. That was the stuff that uh, we really lived off of even more than, you know, the clean chicken breast. Yep. Uh, and we learned to survive off that. Yep. So I trust that stuff very much. And as someone who eats mostly keto, um, it definitely works for me. I was going to say, I think J- Jason, you're like a, like a poster child for this kind of diet. Cause you eat, you eat a lot of meat and eggs and coconut oil. I mean, that's basically yeah. what you, what you live off of. And I'm curious, have you noticed your energy levels go up since that? Yeah. When I eat a, when I eat low carb, high fat, um, it's, it's not even so much my energy levels go up. It's just that they're very stable. Mm, so less it's spiky. Just, it's just. It's not the up and down roller coaster. It's just, okay, I'm up. Cool. And now I'm going to bed. (laughs) It's like that simple. (laughs) It's that kind of energy. Okay. So healthy diet, um, especially, especially fats. And that includes, um, nuts, good, healthy nuts. Good, healthy nuts. And like you said, Jason, um, I did see some research about, eating meat is good for testosterone and vegetarian and low fat diets are not. Yeah. So just throwing that out there for what it's worth. Um, okay. Next one is getting vitamin D. So this was a really interesting thing that I didn't know, but vitamin D three is actually not a vitamin. Um, and it, it's actually a hormone and it's really important because it, um, it regulates things in our bodies that we need, including the, um, I'm, I'm again, not a scientist, but the, the energy around hope. Mm, So, yeah. yeah, So I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I'm sure our listeners have, but you get despondent and you feel more hopeless when the sun isn't out, especially if you live in somewhere like the Pacific Northwest or places where you've been indoors for months and months and months, you start to just feel lethargic down, you know, all this stuff. It's right. Seasonal affect disorder. So, um, vitamin D3, not a vitamin, but you can take it like a vitamin. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about two easy ways. One is, um, yeah, supplementing it. Uh, you you want to be taking about between three to four thousand IU of vitamin D three. Just basically go to a supermarket and buy vitamin D three. It'll tell you how much to take. Yeah. Or and or what can you do? Uh, yeah. So the favorite one I tell my men that I, I learned from a research study in a book is uh, sunlight and twenty minutes of direct sunlight exposure to your chest as a man will uh, increase your testosterone levels. Yes. So literally going outside into the sun, taking your shirt off, and letting your chest be blasted by the sun's rays. Play beach volleyball, go hiking, take your shirt shirt off, off direct sunlight to your chest. You want it to be about 20 minutes a day. Yeah. Or more. 20 minutes a day has shown, just that has shown to increase your testosterone levels. Yes. So it's a very powerful, very practical one. Um, you know, we live in LA, so we're blessed here that I can go on a hike pretty much any time. And yeah, totally just take off my shirt and know I'm getting a little vitamin D. Yeah. And I almost, I do always feel better. Yeah. See, always feel better. It really is a thing. And I, I, I was just speaking to someone lately about, um, the, what are the, the light lamps in the winter? Uh, like this the person, blue light lamps. 
I don't know if it was blue light. It was specifically for vitamin D. It was to mm-hmm. combat seasonal affect disorder. Yeah. But it really did. This guy was like, this transformed my winters. It really totally. did. So just to encourage you, because I think I'm sure there are other listeners that are like me that are like, does that really work? Is that yeah. really a thing? It works. It really works. So especially if you live somewhere with winter or, I mean, it's summer now, but people will yeah. listen to this whenever. I mean, we're built to be in the sun. We're really built to be in the sun. We really are. So if you can't get it, definitely get the supplement and, and or do both. Absolutely. Okay. Next one is exercise. Ooh. So there are two specific exercises that we're going to cover that boost your testosterone. The first one is... Um, uh, well, actually, why don't you do the first one? I'll do the second one. You should do the lifting one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, strength training. Um, in this means lifting heavy things, which, by the way, yeah. also sexy to women. Lift and move heavy things using your whole body. Um, so that's, you know, it's probably most popularized these days by CrossFit. But the idea, um, e- even the idea that I was raised with and a lot of people were raised with of, like, going to the gym and do a bicep curl uh, is less, it's less a thing now. Bodybuilders do that to build specific mass in very specific places. Um, but we don't need to actually do that. It's not very effective. And it doesn't boost your testosterone as much as what you're about to talk about. Instead, it's complex whole body movements where you're using your core and lifting and moving heavy shit. So, you know, this is, this is kind of popularized in, uh, the, uh, I think the competitions they have where you're like moving farm stuff. Yeah. Like you're actually using your body functionally. Um, you know, for those of us Rocky fans, as he trains in Rocky four, he's doing full body strength training, using his whole core, pulling sleds, carrying, um, barrels, all that kind of stuff, which in the gym, you can do squats, deadlifts, rows, um, you know, kind of hatchet chop, uh, moves, all those things that engage kettlebells. kettlebells engage your full body are gonna uh, stimulate those muscles in that explosive way, which releases human growth hormone and testosterone, and actually causes your body to grow. Yes. So if so, TLDR is do squats, do deadlifts. Like if you're only gonna do a few exercises, those are the ones that you want to do. And um, from what I was reading, it was saying don't go to failure. Every set only do only go to failure on the last set. You don't want to overtrain. That's not gonna that's not gonna help boost your testosterone. You kind of just want to train, basically. Yeah, you want to. As as my old trainer used to say, you want to lift hard and, and like go to failure, but you actually want to leave your workout feeling more energized than you went in. If you are about to collapse on the floor, you've overtrained. Yeah. But if you're like, wow, I feel good. I feel juiced. Right. Literally, like we feel juiced and pumped. That's a good level. So you want to kind of go to fatigue on that last set, but you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. And um, in terms of cardio, if you are basically the suggestion of what will boost testosterone is high intensity. So instead of going for a 30-minute jog, doing 10 30-second sprints. So what you want to be doing is I like to do wind sprints as an up a hill So, um, or you could do stadiums. So running upstairs when I'm traveling, sometimes I'll do that in hotels because they'll have a big, big stairwell. So you want to be doing like 30 to 60 second bursts of really high intensity cardio and then rest between those rather than longer sustained jogs. Yep. Yeah. The idea is, you know, high intensity is the key, is the, is the key. 
And it's actually, they've shown way more effective than most cardio for all kinds of, for cardiovascular health too. It's also more effective for weight loss. Yeah. And weight loss is just very, very good for your body and it's not nearly as tedious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next one is, I think this is number four. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Um, again, some of these aren't going to sound sexy, but the rates, basically the five major tips that we're giving you are the, the biggest, what's it called? Like, um, biggest jumps, right? So this is going to lift your testosterone by like 10 or 15%, not a little bit, like quite a bit. Uh, this one is get more sleep, get better sleep. Get more sleep, get better sleep. So more sleep, pretty fucking obvious. Um, there was a University of Chicago study that found that young men who got less than five hours a night for one week had lower testosterone than when they started. And the drop was, again, large, 10 to 15%. That was one week. Yeah. So sleep deprivation over time, really bad for you for a number of reasons, including testosterone. Um, and so you really want to be getting, you know, what, like seven to eight At to nine to ten hours. At least seven hours of sleep. Yeah. I, there, there's a great new yeah. book that just came out. I think it's Why We Sleep. And if you read it, you will you will actually get scared shitless uh, where they, they go into the, the research about how bad for you sustained lack sleep of sleep is. Yeah. It's as dangerous as like smoking, obesity. I think it's obesity, more dangerous than smoking. Yeah. Um, all kinds of things. And they think it's actually what contributes to heart disease in a lot of men is they Absolutely. just don't sleep enough in life. So getting more sleep um, which there's all kinds of great ways to do, you know, just off the top of my head, black out your bedroom, turn off all the LEDs, all those little blue lights on your computer. They wake you up. Your skin, your skin gets the signal. Hey, stay awake. Yeah. Don't fall to asleep. So sleep in a dark room and then kind of looping back to supplements. I can say I have been very effectively taking magnesium before I go to bed mm. now and I sleep much deeper. Yeah. Much, much. I want to give another shout out to magnesium because I was in the research I was doing that that came up. We're going to talk about supplements a little later on, but that was one of them that kept coming up. So that's sort of a double whammy, right? You get better sleep if you take it before. And you want to take it, I think, 30 minutes before bed. Yeah. So you want to take it 30 minutes before bed. It'll give you better quality sleep. It will also help in general with your testosterone. It's so so good. Win win. Um, And just another shout out to sleep is that. Your body, your male masculine body, it makes nearly all the testosterone it needs for the day while you are sleeping, okay? And that increased level of testosterone that you get overnight is part of why you get morning wood. Mm-hmm. And the thing, what I read was that if you're not getting morning wood on a consistent basis, you might have lower testosterone. So yeah, that's like an easy, sense. right. It's yep. kind of an easy like gauge of where mm-hmm. you're at in it. Um, and then, yes, just the, for the quality sleep, Exposure to blue light is a big deal. Um, your your phone screen and your computer turn screen. Turn on night shift if you have an Apple product. If you have an Apple product, you can turn on night shift. There's also a, a Flux, yep. F.Lux. Yeah, that's great. You can install that on your laptop, and it will basically make your screen orange at night. So you set what time you go to sleep. Like if you go to sleep at 11 p.m., it'll start to get orange around 7, I think. Kind of mimics the sunlight. It mimics, yeah, it mimics your circadian rhythms. I have not found a way to do that with my iPhone. So I don't know if Apple has like a flux. Uh, I know that you can do it for the browser on your iPhone, but a lot of times you're not on the browser. Yeah, as long as you have iOS 12 now, there's night shift. We can activate it on your phone. It's great. Uh, I was one of the many people that bitched at Apple for like two years. Like, hey, you got to add and install you night did shift. that because it's kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge yeah. deal. So thanks, Jason. Thanks. And uh, with that, uh, 
try not to watch TV right before bed. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're really dedicated, you can buy blue blocking glasses so you can watch your TV. Um, but what about watching TV with flux? Uh, flux will help. Yeah. Okay. The, the point being just t- trying to remove that blue light. Right. Because otherwise your skin, your eyeballs are all taking that as a signal to stay Got awake. It. So you can watch, say, Netflix on your laptop with flux. Yeah. Um, but yeah. not your TV. That's way better. that's blue light. Exactly. Okay. Cool. All right. Number five, final one before we get to bonuses is manage stress. This is a big deal because cortisol, your stress hormone, your stress hormone, um, not, not so good for the balance. So what they found is that when cortisol levels are high, testosterone levels are low. But what's cool is that the opposite is true. So when testosterone levels are high, cortisol levels are low. So this is another bonus one. Um, the, the guy that doubled his testosterone, his, um, his strategy for this one was meditating for 20 minutes a day, uh, deep breathing exercises, mm-hmm. actually doing them. <laughs> and, um, when he started feeling stressed, getting up and going for a walk, just that, just getting up and going for a walk. I know, uh, that helps me and bonus. If you get up and go for a walk in the sun, (laughs) yeah, you're getting some sun. Take your shirt off. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, totally. I mean, if you can, if you're like in a crowded street, I don't know, we can, you can maybe work that out. But, um, the other thing to know is that just to know is that stress can build resilience. So your attitude about the stress is also important. And I'm going to end up writing an article for Inc about this, but basically they did this study where they showed, um, there were a bunch of managers that were going through a merger and they were, they were stressed. Everybody was stressed. They showed one group of managers, a video about just general like stress management. And the other one, they showed um, a video about resilience, meaning stress can, there's something called post-traumatic, um, growth. Mm-hmm. So we've heard of post-traumatic tra- like trauma, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, but there's also something called post-traumatic growth, which is that you go through something stressful and you learn and grow from it. And just the knowledge that that is possible had these managers happier and with lower levels of cortisol. So totally. that's just something to know um, is that you it, can grow from it's stress. exactly what happens with strength training. You're stressing your muscles and you're stimulating them to grow. Exactly. And you have that right attitude um, for work in general, right? Uh, generally, as long as you're well enough resourced, a certain amount of stress is, is great for your system because it means you're at your edge. Yeah. And particularly as men, we grow at our edge. Yeah. And that was the thing too about the, the study I was looking at because they, they, they asked the managers in preparation for this, they said, what are like three times you've grown the most in life? And everyone wrote about stressful circumstances, like moving, getting a promotion, having a child, like the, the big things in our lives where we grow are usually stressful, totally. right? But it doesn't have to be bad. Yeah. Right. So The problem is overstress. And chronic stress. Yeah. Chronic stress when you're not well enough resourced, that's the damaging thing. Yeah. But you do want a certain amount of stress in life. Good yeah. stress. Yeah. That, that means your system is being stimulated. Yeah. Okay. So those are the five main tips. Those are the biggest, what are they called? Like, Biggest punches. Yeah, exactly. Like you're going to get the most out of those. Um, and then we have some fun bonus ones for, uh, like random things that we added that we, we have researched these things. There was science (laughs) behind everything that we're saying. Um, the first one is, um, yeah, avoid soy. Yes. It's a thing. Yes. Avoid soy. 
Uh, don't heat food in plastics. Mm-hmm. Like this is all sort of the same. Like what you're trying to do is avoid xenoestrogens. They're called xenoestrogens and other T-lowering chemicals. Yep. So um, you just you just kind of don't want – you want to limit your soy intake. Yeah. Meaning tofu. Soy is not super good for you. Barry. It's not that good for you. Yeah. So if and you can, you really want to avoid – Tofu. Totally. And these xenoestrogens, I mean, they're, it's, it's a crisis, right? They're kind of in everything around everything these days. And for us men, it lowers our testosterone. And for women, you know, there's a lot of research and studying. It's why girls keep having their periods earlier and earlier and earlier. Uh, Cause there's just so much testosterone or sorry, estrogen yeah. flowing through all these chemicals and stuff. Yeah. Um, so eating organic, that, that was one way to, to, to help kind of avoid some of this. Yes. Pesticides and hormones used in our food, can it, they, basically, they basically imitate estrogens in our body. So if you can eat organic, do so at every pos- in every possible moment. And, um, and try to find the meat. So if you're going to start eating more meat or milk, use, get cows that haven't been treated with a ton of hormones. Yep. Yes. If, they're in the, if the hormones are in the cows, they're going to be in you. Totally. So you, you want grass-fed, yes, grass-finished. Grass-fed. Oh, that's a good one. Grass-finished. Yeah, right? that's the new, the, the that's newest. That's the newest level. thing. It's the newest uh, thing. But yeah, they, right. The idea is you want an animal that's walking around naturally grazing. Uh huh. Also, your bath products. Um, so a lot of bath products contain parabens, which have xenoestrogen. So uh, you, yes, you have to become a hippie if you're super committed to this. You want paraben-free shit. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it, it's on every fucking bottle. Like paraben yeah. free is like a pretty big deal right Same. now. So you can find um, like grandpa's pine tar soap was one. <laughs> you can still find masculine shit that doesn't have parabens. Um, all Tom's products and uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, next bonus one. The, the, the list one. Bum, yeah. yeah. Cross things off a list. Um, so a lot of guys will probably get this in the sense of it just feels good when we cross shit off a list. <laughs> and there's actual research that shows that, that when we have a list of things and we cross them off, it comes with a little boost in testosterone, like, oh, getting things done, motion, movement. Um, so it's a, it's a great tool to actually set up your day with these little lists. Yeah. And instead of having like an endless kind of amorphous, I have to get these things done today, like breaking things down into some discrete activities and then just crossing them off. Yeah. You know, it's one of the reasons with the guys we work with, um, we teach them certain morning practices, like start your day with this. Because if the first thing you do in your day is something you have on a list to do, you immediately create that cycle. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, in my mind, so much of testosterone is just right. It's, it's related deeply to momentum, to movement, to penetration of the world and, and what we want to create. So crossing things off a list is just, it's movement. And once we start moving on one thing, it's almost always easier to do another thing. It's that getting started piece. That's so hard. So you create these little, little hacks, like creating a list. Like here's three things I have to do before noon. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Hey, that felt good. Oh, there's two. That felt good. By the way, you can write down things you've done. Mm-hmm. Like I if it was today or yesterday, I wrote down feed myself and then crossed it off because it was a thing I did. Like I cooked yeah, myself yeah, food yeah. and it's important and I fed myself and it felt good crossing that off. I'm not going to lie. That's great. Yeah. Um, next bonus one is spend time with other men. Spend time with other dudes. 
Yeah, so there's, um, <clears throat> we don't have a ton of research on this one. This is just more born out of my own experience and certainly the feedback I've gotten from my wife and that many men I've worked with have gotten yeah. from their partners have, we almost always feel different when we come back from being away with our men. Yes. And the research that we do have around oxytocin is that is, has been factually proven that when you're in a relationship and you're getting lots and lots and lots of touch, yes, that spikes your oxytocin, which is a bonding hormone. Totally. And it's a calming hormone. It's also a stress response hormone, yeah. right? Uh, for men, though, it kind of counteracts testosterone. So this is one of the tricky things of why was our sex so hot when we first met and then we moved in with each other and uh, what's going on? This is a big part of it. When you're touching each other all day long, you're actually increasing your oxytocin and decreasing your testosterone. So what's one of the great benefits to spending time with other men, going on retreat, doing men's work, even just going to a, a men's group for a few hours is you're going to be touching your partner less mm -hmm. and it's actually going to decrease that oxytocin in your system and start to increase your testosterone. I also think, you know, and this is kind of woo-woo, but I think it relates to the managing stress is for me, every right, I've been on two men's retreats so far this year and I have at least one more coming up. Um, every time I go and I do a men's only retreat, there is a moment about four or five hours in where I feel my whole nervous system drop mm. because the, the energy of just being with other men, right? There's no, uh, I'm happily married man. There's no one to impress. Yeah. My wife doesn't need anything from me. Like in a good way, nobody like no men, expectations. Men, yeah. Men kind of don't need anything from other men in the same way. It's just like, how's it going, bro? That's going okay. And then we can just like talk about shit. Yeah. And there's something that happens in my nervous system, which just drops Relaxes. in a good way. I relax yeah. where it's like, wow, okay. I, I don't have to um, do anything really. Uh, and I think that brings down stress, which increases testosterone yeah. as well. Yes. Um, also uh, sports. So I read some interesting yeah. shit about sports Yes, both watching and playing sports. It's it for some reason there appears to be more uh, studies around watching sports than playing sports. But anyway, watching sports will increase your testosterone. That's pr pretty consistent, both in women and men. By the way, increases testosterone levels. However, if you're rooting for a team and it's your team and they lose. <laughs> you kind of lose the testosterone. So yeah. it's a little risky in terms of like a consistent practice you can do to, you know, elevate your testosterone. Like it kind of works because it's totally. going to elevate, but if you, but you're your putting a lot loses, of risk. Yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. Ever been in like London when an English team loses, it, it's literally like the whole city is depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense. Yeah. Like all the men just don't, they're just heads yeah. down. And it's also why there's a lot of babies whenever some city's championship is made, right? Mm -hmm. Guys' testosterone spike and sleep, yep. with, sleep with their partners and wives. That's a real, that's a real thing, guys. That's, a that's a not real like thing. a fake thing. Um, <clears throat> and then the last one is to have more sex. So sex Bing. actually um, elevates your testosterone. And again, it's a virtuous cycle, right? Because if you're, if your testosterone levels are really low and you're, you don't have that much of a sex drive, you're probably going to have less sex. And that's going to, you know, it's like a, What's the opposite of virtuous cycle? Vicious cycle. Vicious That's cycle. the vicious yeah. cycle. And then the virtuous cycle is when you have more sex, it elevates your testosterone. Or if you elevate your testosterone and your libido goes up and you have more sex, um, which segues perfectly into my course, 
which I just mm-hmm. launched, and this is the first time I'm talking about it on the podcast, but I wanted to let you guys know that my course, Please Her in Bed, for men to be super skilled lovers, yeah. is now available, and it's been a long time coming, so I'm really excited that it's out. Um, it's on my website, but you can also get it at pleaseherinbed.com, and the short version is that I asked over a thousand women about the men who were best in bed. And it's a step-by-step course to sort of take you through that. Um, it's $500 on my site, but with the code dear men, you can get 150 off. And part of the reason that I put it together is because I kind of saw this gap between like a lot of men are learning about sex through porn Mm -hmm. or from partners. But the research that I did sort of showed that it's really hard for women to be honest about sex with their partners for a number of reasons, including um, we're just really just terrified that you're going to shut down and go away. So we're really scared to tell you when something's not working. Um, And I wanted to make it really easy for guys to get the straight up real shit. Like no, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's a fun course. Like you're going to have fun going through it, but it is the course that I wish that all of my past partners had 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 truly. Like I, I really wish that, that this had been available and that they could have at least had the chance to, to take it. So if you're interested in being masterful in the sack, (laughs) uh, please turn bed.com and use code dear men for $150 off. Okay. Um, You'll have better sex. Your testosterone will go up. More sex, and you know, after us men have sex, we like to sleep, so you'll sleep better. (laughs) It just it just keeps cycling up and up and up. All right. Um, Is there anything else that we want to cover in terms of testosterone? Um, One thing I can say, which is an interesting thing around testosterone. Another thing I'm remembering that a um, a teacher I saw speak once uh, had to presence was. leadership. So actually being a leader increases your testosterone. And so there's some nature nurture thing here where there's some arguments about, oh, do all leaders just naturally have higher testosterone? And that's why they become leaders, which there's probably some case for. But there's also research that shows that just by being the one at the front of the room, your testosterone level goes up. Oh, interesting. So as being a leader of a community or a group or a, a, um, a business group or whatnot, that comes with some responsibility because suddenly it, right. We've, a lot of us men yeah. have probably had that experience yeah. where suddenly you're in a leadership position and women are coming towards you and asking you questions yeah. and it's, some of it's just the testosterone. Yeah. So it's something to be aware of. And it's a great reason to, um, lead some stuff in your life. Yeah. Start a men's group, start Start art groups, start any kind of group. Yeah. Like just be the leader. It creates that momentum, gives you something you can check off a list, and it puts you at the front of the room, which is, again, going to spike your testosterone. I like that. I also am reminded of um, the power poses. So you guys have probably seen the TED Talk by Dr. Amy Cuddy around power poses. Um, That is another interesting research study because of that relationship between testosterone and cortisol. So what they found Mm -hmm. was that Even if you're really nervous before a date, if you go to the bathroom and you strike one of these power poses, which you can Google if you haven't heard of them, but it's like the Wonder Woman stance or like the man spreading, right? Have you heard of this? Like when you're on the subway, you you like, you spread your Uh, legs out and you bring your shoulders back and you take up all this space. Yeah. Apparently, interestingly, Mm. if you look at groups of salespeople, the people that are in that kind of pose are making more sales. And I think it's because of this, because 
as your testosterone rises, your cortisol drops. Yep. So not only are you more confident, but you're less stressed. Totally. So you really want to be, you know, like if you're going to do one of these leadership things, go do some power poses before you yeah, get up yeah. on the stage. Do some squats and, first. Yeah. Do some power and poses. Be, you know, strike that stance, pull your shoulders back, take a deep breath, you know, exactly. get into your body and you will, you'll rock it out. And you'll rock it out. And, you know, that's probably one of the takeaways to just realize is that testosterone is our anti-stress hormone in some sense, right? So when we have testosterone in our system, we feel capable of responding to whatever's happening. Yeah. Too much and we can get too aggressive for sure. But when you have that healthy balance, it's what helps you just be resilient and deal with what's happening, right? It's that that experience of, oh, this didn't go the way I wanted it to. And okay, I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. Right? Where you just you just move forward and you figure it out versus you know, when you're in more that low T place, which I've certainly been in, it's more like paralysis. Mm-hmm. It's I can't move. I don't, I feel tired. I don't even know what I want to do. Yep. That feels scary. Uh, I'm going to go eat a pizza. Yep. And then I'm going to go play video games because yeah. I can't figure out what to do now. Exactly. Yeah. That, that was a big part of why I want to do this episode because I think we, I think we have vilified testosterone in a way in our culture and we only associate it with violence and aggression. But the truth is way more on the other side that it really can help with motivation, mood levels in men. It's, it's really quite a and good getting hormone. moving. Yes. Just getting moving. So, you know, a lot of the guys we work with and a lot of men in general, right, have a- approach anxiety. I'm out somewhere and I see a beautiful woman and, oh, wait, I can't talk to her, anxiety. Uh, Testosterone is one of the things that will let you literally get you across the room. Yeah. It's it's that simple. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, she might not say, I don't know how she'll respond, but I'm moving anyway. It's just that boost. Again, it's just that momentum to get you moving. Yeah. And um, and not to make this too long, but that was one that we discussed too before the call was um, because part of the program that we run for men, um, we we have the men do morning practices and some of them are sitting practices. And when you sit with an erect spine. Yes. Sitting still, spine erect is also shown to increase your testosterone. So it's no wonder that men have been spending thousands and thousands of years alone in caves, sitting spine erect in stillness. Another right double whammy for helps you manage stress. And it's literally that posture is sending certain signals to your body and increases your testosterone. So meditation. So good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, And so we reference, we also just referenced our program for men is called pillars of presence. And if you're interested in that, you can go to Jason's site, which is evolutionary.men slash dear men. And you'll, you'll see a special message just for you listeners. Yeah. And if that goes to the presentation, right? Yeah. You'll yeah. be able to register, watch the webinar. The webinar is really good. If there's any guys out there that kind of want to go deeper and you're interested, you should really watch it. It's free. There's no like what's the word, like obligation or anything. I really, I would recommend that. Totally. And then yeah. if you, yeah, if you're interested in please run bed, that's please Okay. Thanks. That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. 
We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day.